0: Good hello, and welcome to Dinner at Andy's. The show where you don't need reservations, yet the listeners have them anyways. I am not Kin nor Andy, but everybody's favorite voiceless radio personality, Aaron in Minneapolis, and welcome to a special clip show edition of Dinner at Andy's, the second brand new clip show of the year, because anything to avoid a repeat, or God forbid... Smash Mouth. So, last week Ken was saying he didn't know what he was going to air this week. I bravely stepped in and said, hey I can do a clip show. He was like, are you sure you have enough time? I said, I can make time. So, here we go. This first clip is called Radio for the Deaf, it was aired on October 5, 2011. It was a public service by Ken and Andy. And this concept consisted of having two American Sign Language interpreters on stage, one went to soundproof from, and the other taught Ken how to sign one of Andy's jokes, involving your typical WFMU DJ. The results were not half bad, done at the UCB Theater. Back when they were open, Ken and Andy did shows bi-weekly there, in front of an audience with guests musical and otherwise enjoy your meal here on dinner at andy's
1: last year go ahead don't say a word don't do yeah you (laughs) yeah you're actually improving on my joke Hey, now, wait. Now you're helping your student. He forgot the joke. No, this is like the... Oh, oh. Ow, no. <laughs> he's like doing straight. Ken just started he's pantomiming. <laughs> he's trying to... Okay. <laughs> um, okay. I'm not hearing. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. There hasn't been one word correct.
2: Yeah, he's doing the words, just all in uh, different you order. Is?
1: Yeah, some people tell jokes in the right order. You, my father. You, you. (laughs) Says, says. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry. That's all right. Oh, we got one, Jay. Oh, that's the word. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I. I took my jacket off. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Took it off. What do you think, Henry? Funny? No. One of your funnier jokes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Now, I'd like to see, Cameron, would you tell that joke okay. using sign to Dean? Okay. Now so, she... last year at WFMU,
3: the DJ. Oh, my God. He
1: was walking.
3: What uh, was the joke now? A bad man. And a bad man. He's, he's
4: a thief. Yeah. He said, give me your money or your life. <laughs> The DJ said, I'm sorry, I don't have either.
1: <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thank you both so much. That was fantastic. Hey, Nate, that was great. Thanks very much.
0: That's the reason you, I Cameron. took American yeah. Sign Language for two years back in high school, and all I got was a C-. It's harder than it looks, but good for Ken for pulling it off. This next clip was recorded at Zuccotti Park at the height of the Occupy Wall Street movement, and this was aired October 26, 2011. Andy was handing out WFMU t-shirts and he said to a guy, this shirt is a chick magnet, a feminist overheard, and this is what transpired.
1: I gotta warn you in advance, these shirts are kind of a chick magnet. Chicks are gonna love it. Uh, so, it's going to complicate your life. So, wear them at your own risk. You got a black or... Yeah. That's your medium? Yeah. Well, no, I'm just saying these shirts, chicks love it. You know what? It's like the gender
2: politics, Danny, it really sucks. It does? Like, oh, yeah, it does. Who, who runs the media center?
1: Who does run the media who center? Does,
2: who's the messaging on, on the front line on Broadway? 14 men and two women.
1: 14, well, that seems that doesn't seem fair. It should be, like if there are sixteen time. people, this is just my it's opinion. Like I'm just speaking for myself. It should language. be,
2: look at the language. It should you be ten men and six women. Look at the language you feel comfortable using, chicks. Yeah. Have you seen the hot chicks of OWS on on uh, Vimo? You I don't can't know what get that him mean. off
5: of that. I can't get him
1: off of that he side. Really what is hot sucks? chicks? This is
2: supposed to be a social justice revolution. Yeah. And men feel comfortable calling women chicks.
1: No, no, no. This is no. This is not a social justice revolution. This is only economic. I thought the economic issues were being addressed oh, okay. here.
2: Right, because those 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 issues are really separate. Where yeah. Did you, where did no, you I was go misinformed.
1: to college? I was misinformed. Where
2: have you been for the last? Boston. We spent Boston, three weeks Utif- at Boston, Boston University. Boston University.
1: You know, and like apparently it was all for all white, a waste of time.
2: old men are ruining this once again. Well, yeah, listen,
5: um, exactly. he was going to sing a great song uh, About that, Joan Joe Baez, that Joan Baez made famous. Would you, you, know, join, him? Would you join him Joe in a Hill, rousing version of Joe Hill?
2: Hill? Of course I know Joe Hill. You do?
1: Yeah, I don't know Joe Hill.
2: Only, well, I don't need to repeat our history because I understand it. I have a gender I, and race analysis. But I'm keen to the learn. Like and where vacuous. do you And where do you teach? I don't teach. I run an AIDS organization. Can you Yeah. Hey, give her everything. I run an AIDS organization for 25 years in the city, and I'm a lawyer.
1: Okay. Are you now? Were you here when the when the when the crab hit the fan the other day? Were you ready to help?
2: You know what? Have you been here every day? No, we've been teaching overdose prevention and giving out syringes and condoms down here because, despite it being a no-sex zone. The young women in particular are at great risk for STDs and HIV and Hep C infection.
1: You mean, yeah, it seems like late at night. I know a lot of there are a lot there's of runaways sexual, and kids. There's
2: been sexual harassment down here. Nobody's addressing it. There are people using drugs down here. No one's dealing with HIV or other types of transmission. So no, I haven't been. I down guess the there. police.
1: I guess the police are reluctant to come in at all because they don't want Why to provoke don't anything.
2: Internally deal with it if you're Why so don't concerned. they? But who would you?
1: Okay, but if you're concerned, who would you? Do, who would you talk to? Like who's in charge?
2: You know what? There's a. Who's there, the, who's the, who, you, who would you talk to? I just to? heard about a think tank.
1: A think tank now, here?
2: Through the Right. Through the mic check. The think tank was getting together to talk about water.
1: Yeah. Where's where, where's the think tank? Where? It,
2: the media center. There are... Where people, is the media center? You can't have a leaderless... Or, or, you can't have a leaderless We're movement. Ch-
1: but as of this moment, is it a leaderless movement? And
2: whatever... What's wrong with leadership? Angela Davis Angela Gloria Davis China. these are
1: heroes of mine
2: Right and they were leaders These are all
1: leaders Could I run for leader of this group Is there like an election think, I don't think so Why uh, don't I Would you nominate me
2: No cuz I walked past and heard you using the word chick out loud in the no, middle I of think some I would get a lot of
1: the chicks to support me
0: Our favorite Enlightened Feminist goes up against an actual Enlightened Feminist at Zuccotti Park at the height of Occupy Wall Street. This is Dinner at Andy's here on WFMU. I am Aaron in Minneapolis. Sitting in for Ken and Andy, I put together a clip show at the very last minute, just to avoid having to hear yet another repeat. Be the change you want in this world, I always say. Next clip is from April twenty fifth, two 2012, a show where the idea was, Ken and Andy wanted to get calls from every state in the union, and, spoiler alert, they never did, and Andy had the tendency to insult every state that called, and then Utah called. Hi,
5: you're on the air. Hi, Andy, this is
6: Rebetta from Utah. I just wanted to come and say I'm such a huge
1: fan. Well, That means the world to me, Rebetta. Wow, Utah. Now, how do yeah. you mispronounce Utah? Utah? <laughs> <laughs> nope, Utah. Yeah. That's
6: the way it goes.
1: Enough it. But how do people pronounce it wrong?
6: I don't know. Not enough it, people go there, I guess.
1: Not enough people to go there to even mispronounce it. Are, now, you, what
5: is, are you in Salt Lake City? Where are you from in Utah?
6: I'm in Provo.
5: Oh, man, you're in the Mormon hotbed of Provo. I am.
6: Wow. bound.
5: What do people in Provo think about Salt Lake City? Do they think it's like Sodom and Gomorrah?
6: <laughs> no, no, people love Salt Lake. Uh, they they wish they lived there. Really? Provo. Well, yeah, it's
1: but just Pro- a bigger town.
6: There's more to do. And
1: is tonight your night with your husband? Tonight is Wednesday night. Uh, what, what? Tonight is tonight your night with An- your husband. An- Andy's making a poly. No. Andy's making a poly. Well, check the chart. Don't oh. you have a little chart of when it's your night? You're making a polygamy joke. I- oh, got it,
6: got it. Yes. No, nope, not my night
1: tonight. No, Oh, good. Oh, you have the night off. You're pretending
5: that she, <laughs> she is one of 12 wives. Yes I'm, yes. yes, I'm
1: pretending. Yes, I'm pretending that she's, she's one of numerous wives. That's right, Ken. Thank That's you. That's right, Ken. It's fun to pretend. Thank you, Provo, Utah.
0: Apparently, that call was from one of Andy's daughter's friend's family. I couldn't understand it completely, but Andy's dear wife, Beth, called. And she was not happy.
5: Hi, you're on the air.
6: Andy, Ken, I'm horrified. You can't make that with Millie's friend. What? Millie was listening. Huh? Who? You you guys made Mormon jokes to Millie's friend.
5: Who? I think this is your wife.
6: Millie, her best friend. Her best friend.
1: That was Millie? Wait, who?
6: That was Millie's family you made fun of. Andy.
1: Oh, I'm (laughs) sorry. Oh wait, was that?
6: Andy, I just I have to go pick up Molly at Molly's house, and I'm just gonna cry. Oh, I'm so sorry. I thought they were
1: calling from Utah. They're really
6: calling from each other that visit Molly's family. That we're visiting them this summer. <laughs>
5: <laughs> you <laughs> idiot! Oh, and that was, that th- let me get this straight. That was the woman who Andy was pretending was in a celestial marriage, also known as
1: polygamy. Andy. <laughs> well, but but, but I, Beth, I love you. But what good is this call doing? It's it's You're great. This is good radio.
6: Apologize now on the air. So you don't I, mean any of that. And I don't, don't mean any of it. Myself.
1: I don't I I am so sorry of I'm just an you idiot
6: you sorry. You call, call Millie's uh, mom and I am dying
1: you don't you don't sound
5: sorry <laughs> at all Andy you sound I, but, but what, is what good is good. honey I will call I later care. what
1: good is this doing andy you're laughing. you're laughing so andy mad. what's so yes, damn funny because I'm just an idiot on the air everyone knows that no, why do you have so people listen was, to me
6: I just, I just they're trying to get
1: all 50 states. Oh, my God. You put him up to it.
5: You put him up to it. Your wife had them call, and then you insulted her. You suggested that she was in this perverse, oh, perverse ew, sexual relationship.
6: ever done on
1: the air. And, Beth, he keeps <laughs> laughing. He no, just not, keeps oh laughing. I'm thinking, I'm thinking about something Arsenio Hall once said. I
6: have to go pick up me. I have to go pick up mommy right now. Um,
1: I am, am, am so sorry. I'm All sorry. I can do is I say I'm sorry. I'm but so, what good? I'm so glad I'm not Andy. To,
6: you have to make amends.
1: <laughs> yes, Andy. Well, Andy, stop laughing for I, one thing. I feel while well I'm laughing because I'm embarrassed. But honey, I mean, what good is this call doing?
6: Well, I just—I guess I don't know. I just—I just—I was—I didn't—I—I—I'm just speechless. I share I'm your speechless.
5: outrage. I share your outrage. People in Utah are tired of being portrayed <laughs> as polygamous. Polygamy is illegal. I-
6: I'm dying. It's I'm illegal
5: dying. by state law. It's That's illegal by federal law. Friend. And that even the Mormon church, friend. even the Church of Latter-day Saints has outlawed it. polygamy. Oh, you guys,
6: I'm so mad. I'm so mad.
1: <laughs> well, mm-hmm. I guess I'll be finding out how comfortable Ken's couch is. <laughs> Any final words, Andy? Does Without fo- laughing? Does it fold out?
5: <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: The couch in your living room?
5: Yep, it oh, does. good. She hung up on you.
1: Is there TV in is, is hung, there, your wife's TV in
5: that living room? Yes, there is. Oh then I'll be fine. In the basement apartment. You have your own bathroom, your yeah, own kitchenette. No, I'll be okay.
0: This next clip was a fun show from April 11, 2012. And he hid a prize in a book in the New York City bookstore. And people called in to get clues. And two people teamed up and found the book in the Strand bookstore. He left a funny note in a certain book. And the winner read it on the phone on air. But here is the final note they found.
1: And what does the note say?
2: I'm not a loser. I'm not a pathetic waste of skin. I'm a winner. Winner, (laughs) get it? Finding this money proves it. This money is the start of a whole new, rich, fulfilling
1: life. That's it. Congratulations, Drew. Congratulations to both of you. Congratulations, Cheryl. Go
0: listen to the whole show. It's really well done. For a change, you're listening to Dinner at Andy's, I am Aaron in Minneapolis, filling in for the boys tonight, with the second clip show of the year. Now in preparing for this show, I reach out to a fan page for this program on Facebook asking what moments fans would like to hear, and I got a few replies. So, the first one was suggested by Herbert Jew. He wanted to hear the racial identity of the callers. I think he was referring to the show of August 3rd, 2016. They were trying to get 100 callers to survey the demographics of the show. All they wanted to know from the callers were their sexual orientation, race, gender, and religion.
5: Hi, you're our first caller. Hi. Ryan, what's sexual orientation? Uh, straight, gay, or other.
6: Uh, straight.
5: There you go. Okay. Race.
6: Uh, white as Th- as the dawn.
5: Okay, you go. Gender, male.
6: Uh, you got it. Religion. Uh, none of the above.
1: Okay. Other. So, other. All right. Okay. Thank thanks you for calling. We're at 201-209-9368. one, nine, nine, three, six, eight. We're looking for the great elusive black listener.
6: Hi,
5: you're on the air. Hi,
6: I'm gonna make Andy very happy. Uh, I don't know
1: if anyone else has called in yet, but straight white Jewish. There you go, straight white Jewish. Straight white Jewish. Root, root, root for the home team. Male.
5: Okay, thanks it, for
1: your call. It used to be Kent's home team.
5: 201 209 9368 we're doing a politically incorrect survey. what makes
1: it politically incorrect that's what, what you, are we what are we what, what, what are mean, we asking why what line are we crossing you called it that not me doesn't the doesn't the census bureau do, ask exactly this yeah, uh, we, every 10 years yeah we are basing this on census questions 201 209 9368 hi thanks for calling caller number 3 hi you're on the air
7: hi white disabled too but not blind like uh sammy davis junior
5: Disabled? Right. Hang on. Are you straight or gay?
7: Straight.
5: Okay, white. Uh, Jewish. Jewish and uh, gender
1: male. Okay. If the survey ended. Thanks the, for your call. Thanks. If the survey ended right now, we would conclude that two thirds of our listeners are Jewish. Hi, you're on the air. I don't. We have a lot of Jews. Yeah. They love me. They love me. Why they is, relate to me. Why is that? I don't know. Hi. Hi, thanks for calling.
6: I love the show.
1: That means the world to us, doesn't it, Kenny? It does.
6: And I am white Caucasian.
1: White Caucasian. Sexual,
6: orienta- oh. sexual orientation is straight. Right. Straight. And Jewish.
1: And Jewish. It's Jewish. There you and go. Gender, okay. No, wait. No. Does
6: Orthodox
1: Jew get its Yeah. Well, Orthodox Jew gets an extra big uh, check. Ken, based yeah. on this survey today, based on this listener survey, I think we should mold our show. We should change our show, skew it up, do a little more JM in the AM stuff.
5: Uh, why don't we wait till the do end of the day? Do a little more. We're, we're only on to our fifth call here. Hi, you're
1: on the air. Hi, thanks. Hi. Oh, there All you All right. Female and then religious orientation? Straight,
5: white.
1: Oh, um, oh um, Madonna. Madonna? One of the Christ ones. Uh, one of the Christ ones. That's okay. one of the Christ ones. Got it.
5: All right. Thanks, thanks for, for throwing calling. everything off.
1: By the way, if we have zero black listeners, I mean zero, mm-hmm. zero, yeah. I have the most amazing joke to tell that I can't tell if a black listener's listening. Well, no, I mean. It, if we have zero. No, it doesn't mean that. Yeah, if, uh, believe me, if we have zero, you're going to love this joke, but I, I don't want to offend anyone. Well, but it doesn't... Just, we'll just wait. Wait, wait till 7 o'clock. You can't If tell... we're at zero, it's going to rock your world. But there might be
5: black people listening who don't call, is my point. We will know. We will know by 7 o'clock.
0: This next clip is one of my personal favorites. Mitch Bach requested on Facebook the show entitled 30 Second Delay, back when this show was called 7 Second Delay. The concept was and I am going to crib something Andrew M. crafted. Andrew M. was a fan that liked to write recaps of the show, I wish he was still around. Anyway, he writes for the main act, and he crafts the world's most offensive email on Ken's Gmail account. If you hit a button within 30 seconds of you hitting send, it cancels. The email. Andy hits send and Ken has to race against the clock, running from three floors downstairs to the main studio to try and stop the career-ending email from being sent to over 400 people, including a Beastie Boy, Nick, Irwin, and the Bikini Girls, which Andy calls Josephine and Colette, but in reality their names are Emily and Kimzilla, are there to bear witness to the moment with Andy. Hit send and Ken hauls his butt.
1: And you say, as soon as I hit send, oh, this is an incendiary letter. I feel embarrassed about it. Oh, I, oh, I feel really bad about it. When you say the word go, that's when I'm leaving. Okay, I'm not going to say that word until until we're ready until we're ready to begin. Okay, so I'm going to do the countdown now. It's I'm not going. It's going to be one, two, three, and then go. Okay, and on G-O okay. You go, okay. You tell me when you're ready, my friend. I'm ready, Ken. I've always loved you. Don't feel, don't Don't hate me if you don't make this. You're gonna be so mad at me. Don't hate me if you don't make this. It's up. I'm ready. Okay, you agreed to the show, didn't you? I did. Okay, are you ready?
8: Yeah, here, I'm ready. Here comes
1: the countdown. One, two, wait a minute, I gotta get this one. Okay, I'm starting over. One, two, three, go. Here he comes. Oh, I guess I have to keep talking. Can you move the mic or move a mic now? Okay. Well, the play-by-play. Any sign of him yet? Any sign of him yet? How many seconds is it? Any sign <laughs> of him comes. yet? Here <laughs> he comes. Here he comes. He's racing in. He's moving the cursor. <laughs> is that? Is it 30 seconds? Did he <laughs> stop it? I did it! You did it? I did it! How many seconds did that take? i <laughs> Woo! Oh, I have to tell you, I'm a little relieved because... I've had second thoughts about that letter. Oh my God, don't show that letter to anyone. Let's, uh, let's dissect this letter. <laughs> no, no, don't show the letter to anyone. Please don't, no, please don't. I don't want, to, don't, don't show the letter to well, anyone. Delete that letter.
5: Let's talk about <laughs> who you attacked in this letter. <laughs> no,
1: we're out, of, we're out of time. It's time to welcome the bikini let's girls. Uh, Andy attacked. What? No. People of color? Uh... Oh, Maybe. that's right. Oh, I didn't... Oh. They were mentioned in passing. Women. <laughs> women, yeah. I believe, were mentioned, yes, it in one of the women? News. Yes, I had a thought or two about women. Controversial. Provocative. Yes. Out of the mainstream? Maybe. Oh, and then Maybe. look at this. Then he,
5: go, then he goes back to people of color.
1: Uh... Yes, I had. A, women? I had another thought, a straight thought. Hey, no, wait. I want to hear. Describe your run. Were there any oh. moments that you concerned you? Uh, no. It no, was clear I was,
5: sailing? I was motivated. Uh, it really helped to have the doors propped open.
1: That was uh, that, that was my idea. Whose idea was that? Actually, did Whose ma- idea was that?
5: didn't make a big difference. Yeah.
1: That was me before the show.
5: Dare I discard the draft? No,
1: I think oh, I need Oh, please. To... Oh, please discard the no, draft. No, I need to save this. I'll write you a check. I'll write FMU a check right now for $100. I'm saving the draft. If you delete that, I'll write you a check for $100. Nope. FMU. I am... I'll write you a check for $110. I am I'll saving I'll write you a check for $130. <laughs> That email is going to come in very handy. Please delete that email. Please delete that. (laughs) I'm begging you. I'll write you a check for $200 right now. All you have to do is hit the word delete,
5: and the station has made $200. I'm just going to log out of my email account right now. please. I have a nice little snapshot into Andy Breckman Man's psyche.
0: This next clip was at the suggestion of Ken. Andy was looking for a pregnant woman to do an on-air gender reveal. And they got one call and it turns dark rather fast. This is from October 12th, 2022.
5: Hi, you're on the air. Oh, hello. Long
9: time listener. First time caller well, I cannot believe I got through.
1: Well, that means the world to us. Thanks for calling. Do you, are you selling a, a service or a product?
9: Uh, I might be. Have you found an adult human female? That is pregnant.
1: <gasps> no. Wow. Hey, first off, congratulations, Mazel tov.
9: Oh well, thank you. You One... know. Okay, so... had I known, had I known this would have been this week's show, I would have delayed my appointment.
1: Uh, well, I, well, uh do you know the gender of our baby? <laughs>
9: uh, well, you can't determine gender in the womb, right? Well, it yeah. Would be the sex.
1: Also, it would the, be the sex
9: of the baby, right? Oh wait, there's a male or female.
1: There's a difference now.
5: Yes, there's a big difference, so, Andy. Oh, I haven't. Of I didn't, there's a difference. I didn't
1: get. The, I didn't get that memo. <laughs>
5: I'm sorry, caller. Andy thinks that biology <laughs> is everything. I'm still.
1: I True. still believe there might be only two. Ridiculous. Might be only two sexes, but biology
9: I, is everything.
1: Okay, I'm. I'm a work in progress. I'm evolving right before your eyes. Okay, so you are Are
9: you having a are you gonna have the woke competition next week? That no, would be fantastic. That'll
1: be in a couple of weeks. But but meanwhile, are you weeks. are you really pregnant and do you do you know the sex of the baby?
9: Well, as I said, had I known that you needed a pregnant yeah. female, yeah. I would have waited to terminate. So
1: Oh that's no. nice know, but that's oh. good to know. Oh baby no you oh, oh no, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> and you wouldn't have you wouldn't have made a decision you know. based on us. Well,
9: it's that's a week, right? It's your, no, no, your, no.
5: your fault, Andy. It's
9: yeah, all
1: your it's fault. My fault. Oh god. Oh god. This is what uh, I
9: thank you for at least knowing that only when Hey, well can thank, get pregnant. thank goodness.
1: Yeah, you're welcome. Thank, thank you.
5: goodness you lived in a state where you could go ahead and
1: Yes, and thank God. That. Yes, thank the Lord. Right, uh, right. Uh fantastic. Uh, did you use so. the Did you use the abortion clinic here at FMU, on, on our roof?
9: No, no, I don't live in New Jersey. Oh, Okay. Yeah.
1: Well, next time. Yeah, next time. Yeah. Next
9: time, though. Thank yeah. you. No appointment
1: necessary. I'll come on by. Yeah, exactly. Come on by. There's there's hardly ever any waiting. <laughs> that's
9: Cause, great. Cause we well, to... I hope you find some woman.
1: Thanks that's very pregnant. much. Yeah, thank I can you. help you out. Oh, that's very sweet of you. Thank our, you. Our
5: volunteers are very gentle and caring.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. good. Well, we... Have okay. a good night, y'all. So that so that call took a left turn. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>
5: All
1: right. Okay. So so that's what we call the left turn. Yeah. Uh, don't
5: forget about the WFMU abortion clinic, ladies.
1: Yeah. And uh just because
5: hey. just we could because we moved it onto the roof.
1: Yeah. Doesn't mean it's if any there's a tent up there. It's covered. Right. Hey, if you're a student of radio and a student of broadcasting, that last call is what we call a buzzkill. <laughs> Technically that was a that was as big a buzz kill as you're gonna get.
5: Uh, I loved it. I like I think of that call as marketing.
1: <laughs> well that was well, a great she has no <laughs> that was a great call. had <laughs> yeah. a little drama to it. Yeah oh i'm sorry sorry people maybe
0: this show should be renamed the buzzkill hour remind me to suggest the next marathon this is dinner at andy's here on wfmu i am aaron in minneapolis i keep mentioning that for the latecomers. i am a real guy who uses text to speech to pretend i am a radio professional but in actuality i am just a radio personality if you hear a mistake, don't point it out, just deeply sigh and move on. Anyways, this next clip is a recent, November 2nd, 2022, the topic was the hardest piece of music you ever learned, and one guy called in, saying it was a very famous rock tune, and Andy pretends he hasn't ever heard of it.
5: Hi, you're on the air. Oh hey, how you
3: doing,
1: We're man? Doing great now that you called.
3: There you go. Who's so, this? <laughs>
1: there you, go. <laughs> yeah, cool, there you go. Who's who's this? So, this is not my most difficult tune, but it was the most satisfying tune that I learned on guitar. Okay, tell me the tune.
6: Here comes the sun, George Harrison's tune.
1: I don't I don't think I know that one. I'm a pretty big Beatles fan. Really? Yeah, what 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 was <laughs> oh, that from my an God. early album?
6: Uh, living in a living in a shoebox?
1: No, I know I'm I'm actually a Beatles expert. I pride myself on on knowing all Beatles trivia. You've
5: never there heard you this?
1: Go. No, let me hear this.
5: You've never heard that song? No. You've never listened to the album Abbey Road? Abbey what? Abbey Road.
1: <laughs> no. Is that a good one? It's a George yeah,
5: that, that was one of the final ones. It's, it's a uh, George Harrison. I'll, I'll go back early actually. Oh. I think Revolver. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make a Soul note to listen
1: I'm going to listen to it uh, right after the show.
6: There you go.
5: It's Good. It's called
1: Here We Go Mr. Sun?
5: No, Here Comes the Sun. Here, here comes, comes the, the sun.
1: sun. That sounds stupid. It's on Abbey Road. That sounds stupid. You know the song Come Together? He's excited about the sun coming up? Yeah. Here like, comes the sun. Yes. Yeah, That's stupid. That's a stupid song. It's
5: the same idea as Mr. Blue Sky. It's been it's been
1: cloudy. What are you talking about now? Here comes the sun. Oh look, it's seven o'clock.
5: It's not seven a.m. a.m. I mean I mean the 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 sky
1: is turning from dark to light. The big (laughs) yellow orb is rising. I think I'll write a song about it. That's stupid.
5: I thought you loved the Beatles. I do. picking in there, man. It was like
1: I do. I just, uh, I guess there are some gaps in my Beatle trivia. I guess
5: so. That's, a big, that's a big gap. You think it is? Yeah, that's a really big gap. It's a famous song. Here
1: comes Mr. Sun. No. Out, break out that Abbey Road album. Man. Abbey what? Here comes break, break the Break out the Abbey Road, Abbey Road album. Man. Hey, you know, it's funny you mentioned Abbey Road. That was the name of their studio where they recorded a lot of their greatest hits. That's right. Abbey Road. Studio. Abbey Road. Well,
5: their last album was named after that studio. I don't think so. I think so.
1: I just don't think so. There's no you way know to settle all that this stuff. Down. And
6: you don't know, here comes the sun. Jeez.
1: I'm going to listen. I'm Look, I'm going to listen. Look, I stand corrected and I appreciate you turning me on to it. If you think it's a good song, I'll give it a listen. Excellent, man. Here comes Mr. Sun.
5: No, here comes the sun. No, that, no that's actually a different tune. Huh? You're, th- you're thinking
1: of Mr. Blue Sky sun. now. Here comes, okay. Miss, here comes Mr. The sun. Blue. And you're telling me, you're giving me your word, it's not stupid. Do you, uh, do you nah,
6: promise? Uh, you know, uh, to each his own, man.
1: You know, to each his own. Okay,
6: you, 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 I'll remember that. Your,
1: and that. by the way, that also was a great tune. To each his own. That's an old Mills brother. Mills Brothers. Yeah, Mills Brothers. That's, be, that's before my time. I just, I'm just a Beatles. Before expert. everybody time. I'm just, I just know the Beatles. Yeah. All right. Thanks very much. You got it, brother. Thanks.
0: Now there are some moments from Andy and Ken that weren't a part of the show, but other shows such as the 2011 Marathon Finale with the Hoof and Mouth Sinfonia. Andy, for the first time ever, had to sing a Don McLean song, as dictated by the infamous Wheel of Fate. So here is how that panned out.
5: My good friend Andy Breckman would like to come on stage and show off his... his exotic collection of livestock pornography. Andy Breckman. Here you go, Andy. This is your microphone. I trust you will use it with the improper technique that
1: we all love you for so much. Thanks, Kenneth. It's nice to put, nice to put your faces to to your names finally. (laughs) I thought Ken had made up all your names. So it's nice to meet you. How's the marathon going? How close are you? Uh, We're $58,000 away from the goal. Wow, that's great, Ken. Yeah.
5: (laughs) You know what that means is that whatever amount we... I know what it
1: means. Right now you've covered all your operating expenses and with the last $58,000 you can afford to send Brian to Best Buy and maybe buy some great classic rock CDs.
5: I thought you were going to make a jacuzzi joke, so thank you very much.
1: You're welcome, Ken. Yeah, no problem. No what one if, knows what? what you're talking about, Ken. <laughs> what have you got on your phone there? Oh. I have the lyrics to... More So uh, pornography. I have the lyrics to uh, Vincent, otherwise known as Story Story Night, because as some of you might know, uh, last week on the show... I lost a bet, but, you know, as soon as I walked in here and saw all your smiling faces and felt all the love, you know what I said to myself? I won that bet. <laughs> but then when I heard the music you were playing, I said, no, I lost that bet. Yeah, Wiggly wiggly, Wiggly wiggly. <laughs>
5: And of course I know what Piggly Wiggly is a reference to, but for all my friends here who don't, why don't you explain?
1: That was, uh, that was also uh, on the table, if we had raised a certain amount, it was, uh, we were offering to bring a live pig into the studio and, and manually pleasure that pig. Yes. Well, if it was a male pig. Yes, or, well, female pig, if we had enough time. And that was your idea. That was my idea. Yes. Hey, can you guess who the drunk one is? <laughs> That's kind of the fun when Ken and I are together to try to guess. All
5: right. So we're about to do a song by your favorite singer-songwriter, Don McLean.
1: Yes. But while I'm calling, uh, uh, keep uh, uh, keep those pledges coming. Yes. What's the number? No one knows. What is the number? It's a new number. one 800 989 9368 one 800 989 9368
5: Or WFMU.org, we are fifty-eight thousand dollars away from our goal. Help us get there by midnight.
1: Right, because Ken's kids go to private schools, right, Ken? Uh no, not not not. Tuition's a bitch, right, Ken? No. Please, people. Yeah. Harry. Public schools in Hoboken are just awful. Please. (laughs) Harry's in public school. Harry's in public school. Yeah. <laughs> I walked in. I looked to my right. Ken's on stage in a pig nose and wings. I looked to my left. There are, are his two children.
5: A pig nose.
1: Isn't that a pig nose?
5: Do you have any idea what I am?
1: <laughs> oh, you're, oh, you're a winged Who monkey? Who is
5: the lord and master of the winged monkeys? Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. Ken, seriously, let's get this over okay, with. Okay, are you satisfied? No joking real. Here we go. Well, this is great because Andy Breckman
5: can't sing and I haven't picked up a guitar in 25 years.
1: Okay. This is Ken Friedman on guitar. Oh, God. This is really happening. Okay. <laughs> Starry, starry night. No, hang on. I, I Hold like,
5: on. I like that chord, and I was going to just, like, strum that chord. Okay, fine, Ken, go. Like Sid Barrett. Fine. You know,
1: just yeah. Like,
5: strummed the chord all night long.
1: No one knows that reference, Ken. Okay,
5: let's start over.
1: Okay. Damn that wheel of fate. Okay. <laughs> starry, starry night. What you tried to say to Don McClain How you suffered for your sanity How you tried to set them free They would not listen They did not know how Perhaps they'll listen now Okay, you are off the hook Thank you very much Keep pledging. Thank you all.
0: And speaking of music legend, Don McClain.
4: Why I don't play American Pie on my show by Andy Breckman. Here's another true story from my pathetic show business career. This one is about Don McClain. You know, the American Pie guy and why I think he's an asshole, and why you should too. I started out as a folky. I wasn't Bob Dylan. Anyway, I figured what I needed was a big-time showbiz manager, so I sent out a bunch of demo tapes, and it worked. I got a call from a guy named Herb Gart. Herb was well-known in folk circles. He used to manage a bunch of big-name acts, like the Young Bloods and Janice Ian. But everyone gradually left him. When I signed with him in 1979, he had only one semi-famous star left in his roster, Don McLean. Don McLean was already old news here in the States, but they still loved him in Norway, Go Figure, and Israel, and Canada. In the spring of 1980, McLean was scheduled to do a ten-city tour of Western Canada. Herb arranged for me to go along as the opening act. On tour with Don McLean, it was the biggest thing that ever happened to me. I fantasized about our hanging out with him, and co-writing with him, and becoming sort of his protege, but my dream tour was a disaster, and I'll tell you why. Don McLean, Mr. Starry Starry Night Mr. And I Love Her So, turned out to be the most bitter, petty, insecure scumbag I ever met. The tour started like this. We were on the plane. McLean glanced out the window. He said he saw a shooting star. I said, make a wish. He said, I did, but it didn't work. You're still here. It was downhill from there. During the day, McLean complained constantly. He humiliated Ray, our tour manager. He mocked lesser singer-songwriters like Bob Dylan and Bruce Springsteen. At night, he picked up young, woeful-looking Canadian folk. He wasn't just bitter. He was nuts. I mean, certifiable. For example, he had a lame movie idea. He wanted to play a singing cowboy, like a modern-day Roy Rogers, and he would fight crime. Then he remembered something. He had recently done the music for a movie called Fraternity Row, While he was on the set, he had met John Ritter and mentioned his singing cowboy idea. McLean became obsessed. What if Ritter stole the idea? For two days, it was all he talked about. John Ritter stealing his stupid idea. Should he have a lawyer write Ritter a threatening letter? Is there a way to backdate a copyright? It was spooky. His obsession wasn't based on anything. He had only met Mr. Ritter once, and Ritter never expressed any interest in the idea. I was on tour with Norman Bates' older brother. The nightmare continued. One morning in Calgary, I met McLean in the lobby of our hotel. He had bought a local paper and was reading a review of our show, but he wouldn't let me see it. All he said was, well, they hated us. Then he crumpled up the newspaper and threw it away. After he left, I fished the paper out of the garbage. It's true, the reviewer did hate MacLean. He called MacLean pompous and out of touch. But the reviewer loved the opening act. It was one of the first rave reviews I'd ever gotten, and MacLean didn't want me to see it. Every night during my set, as a joke, I sang a couple of verses of American Pie. Then I said, gosh, I hope Don hadn't planned on singing that one. It always got a huge laugh. I asked Don if he minded the joke. He said he didn't. But I guess he did. On the last show of the tour, I was introduced as Don's special guest. I came out, I did my set, including my little American Pie joke. Then McLean came out. I sat in the back of the auditorium and watched... McLean ended the show by saying, Thank you, I'll be back next year, and I won't be bringing my special guest. The crowd gasped. Try to imagine it, the headliner at a folk concert, for no apparent reason, putting down his opening act from the stage. I was devastated. I confronted McLean backstage. Why would he say such a thing? He just snapped, You play with me, you play with fire, and you just got burned. Then he walked away. I still don't know what the hell he meant. The tour ended. After that, I avoided old Don like the plague. In the 80s, the music community mounted a string of mega-concerts for various causes. Live Aid, We Are the World, etc. Herb Gart put out the word. Don McLean was available. But the phone never rang. Herb and Don couldn't understand it. But I did. It was the asshole factor. Nobody could stand the guy. I know what you're thinking. Okay, I'm convinced. Don McLean's a one-hit schmuck. What am I supposed to do about it? Well, you can't kill him. That would be wrong. And expensive. But you can spread the word. So the next time you're playing Trivial Pursuit, the special has-been edition, and Don McLean's name is mentioned, do me a favor. Say as authoritatively as you can, I heard he's an asshole. I'd appreciate it. In May 2004... Don McLean asked us to post this response. My belated response to Andy Breckman's article Why I Don't Play American Pie in my show. I only saw this stupid piece by Mr. Breckman last week, but I guess it's been around for quite some time. I hope this will follow it wherever it goes in the future in order to assure that certain factual errors do not become urban legend. First, I never met John Ritter in my life. I enjoyed his comedy loved his father's films, and was shocked at his premature death. Second, I have never put down Bob Dylan. I have followed Dylan's career since I first saw him at Carnegie Hall in 1962, and have always found him to be an inspiration. Third, my career has been a wonderful gift, which has lasted 35 years and counting. If Mr. Breckman wishes to get those facts straight, he can find out whatever he needs to know by looking me up in Who's Who in America or Who's Who in the World. Mr. Breckman's name will not be found there. Finally, I need to set the record straight about how Andy got on my show in Canada all those years ago. Mr. Gart, a very ex-manager, did not arrange to have him open my shows, although that was what he was told. I was played a tape of Breckman's songs and thought they were brilliant. I could feel the comic talent he had and the wit. I knew Andy came to Gart's office because he admired me, and I wanted to give him a break by letting him open. Nobody opens my show without my permission, but it goes farther. I did not need an opening act, who was a complete unknown and never sold a ticket. In order to put him on my show, he had to be paid out of my fee. I wonder if Andy Breckman realizes that any time he was on my show, it was because I wanted it and often took a fee reduction in order to make it happen. Little did I realize until I got around this guy a little bit that he was a thin-skinned egomaniac and a dreadful stage performer. Maybe he could have had a career in Winnipeg where they liked him. Anyway, things went downhill and I disliked Breckman for precisely the type of low blow remarks in this piece. It's like I have my own Mark David Chapman, but without the balls. Since it took scared little Andy seventeen years to get up the nerve for character assassination. There's something very tattletale about all this, but he still seems to be what I thought he was, a doofus. A doofus is very high school, just like Andy. So let's all hope that cowardly little Andy Breckman will save all his TV money and invest it in a good therapist to help him get over the realization that even when people admire his talent, they will secretly think he's such a doofus. A long,
3: long time ago
4: Fascinating!
0: I can still remember how that music used to make me
1: smile Tell me more!
4: And the three men I admire most Go on! The Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost.
3: Fantastic! They caught
4: the last train for the coast. Awesome! The
3: day the music died.
1: This can't be true.
8: And they were singing.
1: I really don't care. Bye. Okay. I drove
8: my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry. Oh,
1: leave me alone.
3: And good old boys were drinking whiskey and rye, singing
1: this'll be the day that I die. Go to hell. It's famously horrible. You'd think I wrote it. A long, long time ago, I was a carefree guy. But now I feel like hurting somebody when the levee is dry. I told you I was sorry, so get up off the ground, put some ice on that baby, till the swelling goes down. People you weren't there, so you didn't see, the way she was laughing, laughing at me. I'm a folk singing legend, not some bitter old clown. Put some ice on that darling, Till the swelling goes down Till the swelling goes down Till the swelling goes
0: down Till the swelling goes down An Andy Breckman original written on the occasion of Don McClain getting arrested for domestic abuse and before that, an old favorite, from the old LCD magazine FMU used to put out decades ago, and his encounter with Don McLean, Why I Don't Play American Pie on My Show, and McLean's Rebuttal, which we legally have to play every time we play and his story. And Vincent, as performed by Andy Breckman, man, and then there's the other great songwriter.
3: Don McClain and I shared the same uh, manager, so I used to open for him, until one night I came out on stage and sang American Pie. Now, I don't know if any of you will ever have the opportunity in your life to open for Don McClain. It's a mistake. Don't, it turns out it's a song that he wants to do. So you live and learn. (laughs) Whoever wrote this song must be a genius. So far, I think I like this song the best. I wonder where he gets all these ideas from. I wonder what he's gonna think of next. Whoever wrote this song, I'll bet he's six foot three. With curly hair and muscles made of stone Whoever wrote this song's a better man than me I hold a dairy, oh, the cheese stands alone The cheese stands alone The cheese stands alone I could never write a song as good as this I hold a dairy, oh, the cheese stands alone Whoever wrote this song must be a happy man Yes, sir, I'll bet he does all right I'll bet he has a big house and a limousine And a different woman every single night Now me, I have not had a date since New Year's Eve She was the shyest girl I'd ever known that quarter after 10, she said she had to leave I hold a dairy, oh, the cheese stands alone The cheese stands alone The cheese stands alone At the stroke of midnight, you could hear me moan I hold a dairy, or oh, the cheese stands alone Whoever wrote my life must be an asshole Those years in high school really bit the bone Every night I sat up waiting in my room Singing hi-ho to Dario, the cheese stands alone The cheese cheese stands alone The cheese still stands alone The saddest sound this universe has ever known I hold a Dario, the cheese stands alone. I hold the goddamn Dario, the cheese stands alone. Thank you!
0: Thank you! I hold a Dario indeed. The cheese stands alone, an Andy Breckman original. From his album Don't Get Killed from 1990 classic stuff one more clip here and this was from june 13 2018 this is actually a sweet one and i wanted to go out on a nice note due to the holidays and all that and he wanted to help callers get closure from their dead fathers or dead to them fathers and he was pretty sincere about it take a listen
5: Rebecca in North
1: Carolina, you're on the air.
7: Hi. Hi, how
1: Rebecca. How are you? I
7: can. I'm doing well. How are
1: you? Is yeah. this Father's Day? Is this a little bittersweet for you?
7: Um, no, actually, it's not. I, I just wanted to offer a different perspective because I have an amazing father. Oh, fine. <laughs> I live 3,000 miles from him, so that's yeah. kind of how we make it work.
1: Yeah. Oh, I see. Um. So, so he's
5: outside <laughs> the U.S. then. Or on
7: Oh no. Okay, so 23,000. Sorry. I just he's I, on the other, I, I he's rounded on, way up.
5: Oh, okay. So he's in California. The, the other or coast. He's
7: he's in New Mexico. Uh-huh.
1: So you'll be skyping him on Father's Day?
7: Um probably facetiming right. or maybe just a call. He's actually asked for nothing for Father's Day. Well, he
1: sounds like a great guy and he sound, you sound he like is. you're blessed to have him in in your life and you're Now are you are you hinting that you're blessed? That he's in your life I, and and that he's so far away is that part of the blessing?
7: He's yeah, I'm blessed because he's out of my life, but in my life <laughs> by being out of it. You mean he's
1: not personally there? Well, right. now is there anything I can do? Can, uh, can I be a proxy father? And is there is there some unfinished business, some closure you would like? Is there words he never said to you?
7: Oh yeah, you can say um, forget forget all of the all of the mess that, that you created when you were a teenager
1: and
7: i forgive you and i'm proud.
1: Okay, what I'm sorry. And your name of course again. Rebecca. Rebecca. I don't think that was it, was it? No, that was it. I'm not sure. Why don't you ask her? I'm too shy. Hey Rebecca, Rebecca. Rebecca, this hey. is this is your dad. I know I know you're busy but I I just wanted to call. There's something that I've been meaning to say and I know I, sh- I should have said it years and years ago. I just want to tell you that uh I've been playing over these scenes from you know from when you were younger and the fights we had and and I I just don't want any more time to go by without you knowing how much I love you and how sorry I am and and uh it was just it was all my fault I guess I think I just was mad at myself it had nothing to do with you and I was mad at at my own life and I I just want you to know that I love you, and I'm so proud of you. You're the, you're the joy of my life. I, I wouldn't know what I'd do without you, sweetheart. And, uh, oh, Dad. If you could ever Thank find you. it in your heart to forgive me. Uh, I, I don't, you don't owe me any forgiveness, but I just want you to know that, uh, that I'm so, so sorry for all of it.
9: Well, thanks, Dad.
1: you're welcome darling I love you honey I love you too too.
7: therapy is working every
1: weekend oh good Thanks just keep that window locked honey
0: it's never too late to reconnect with the ones you disconnected with years ago if it's possible every situation is different every person is different but in this holiday season hold your loved ones close and enjoy this upcoming weekend with whoever you will be with And if it's alone, you have WFMU to keep you company. My name is Aaron in Minneapolis, the text-to-speech elf of WFMU, and this has been a special holiday clip show edition of Dinner at Andy's, hope you enjoyed it. You're tuned to WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope in New York City and Rockland County at 91.9 FM and online all over God's Green Earth at WFMU.org. Next week Clobey, or Colby can type Kloby in last week's newsletter. But there was a Colby Smith that used to be on Radio Free Brooklyn a few years ago. Maybe. That is him but Kloby or Colby will be doing his first-ever WFMU show. Stay tuned for that, and stay tuned to Weekly World Blues with Matt ash Happy Holidays and take care.
3: Go ahead now, it's never too late It's always in style to just pick up and dial 201-209-9368 If you've got troubles These days you probably do Call on the double You won't believe it, you might just get through To so where dinner red
8: Andy's D
0: And this is a sound of the blues scale. The blues scale is very simple, very useful, but also very
7: simple to build. All you have to do is know your minor pentatonic scales. So in this case I was playing A. <laughs> <laughs>
6: News come so many different ways until it's kind of hard to explain.